Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. The left is trying to indoctrinate our children, starting in kindergarten. They're going as young as they possibly can. They're trying to warp the minds of young people into believing and buying into their radical ideology and Marxist beliefs. Um, I have a few different examples of states and articles that I'll share with you, as well as I have a uh, video, little soundbite from the Palm Beach Gardens area of a grandmother filming her fifth grader uh, and what the teacher's saying. So I'm going to play the video here for you in just a second, but man, this is not good. You know, you, you pay top dollar to send a lot of these young adults to college and in college you think that the money you're spending is well spent and they're going to get this fantastic education and that they're going to be able to come out and you're really setting them up for a successful life Uh, when in fact a lot of these very big name colleges are actually warping the minds of these young adults into believing that America is bad that everybody's a racist (laughs) that there's still sexism in America, that there are no genders, you can be whatever you'd like to be, and uh, overall capitalism is no good, and the United States needs to be taken down. Um, Man, that's a hell of a lot of money to spend to have your kid upon graduation basically have a four-year education in Marxism. You know, the socialist agenda they're pushing all of this has been done before you know this is nothing new and to most people they already know this but they're basically following the same same playbook that Hitler followed that Karl Marx wrote and you know that defund the police you start creating doubt in everybody's mind about what's real what's not news is fake it's not and and they're doing all that to us on a day-to-day basis you know at, at, at any given time you don't know what article is actually true you have doubt looking at anything you look at anymore these days because they've made it so you know they're really looking for like a one world party one world communist order but you have to start if if they could warp the minds of the young by the time they're adults it's not necessary to fight anymore because they've already bought into it. They already believe it. You erase history. They don't know your past. They know only what they've been taught. So if this is what they've been taught going forward, that's what they're going to believe. And it would be extremely easy for them to topple the United States and create this communist utopia that they're trying to pull off. Um, I'm going to play that one clip for you now, get a rough idea Keep in mind that I'm in a mainly red state, so a lot of these real extremist policies haven't hit this state. We don't see them down here. Uh, I read about them. I hear them. I see them online. I know they're happening in the real blue strongholds, but just to show you that there's infiltration at every level, even in a pretty solid red state like the one I'm in you're still going to have some of that no matter what you do, which is why it becomes our job as parents to always monitor and know what's going on with your kids in the classroom. Uh, You want to teach them the right way. You want them to learn the right way. You want them to love America like we all do. And you got to make sure that you stay on top of it. If you turn a blind eye to it before you know, your kids are one of the ones that are in the uh, Antifa 
uh, riots, you know, looking like complete jackasses, burning down buildings, uh, taking away people's livelihoods, injuring other people, and basically throwing away their lives. Because once you've been arrested that many times, good luck getting a decent job. Now you've just thrown away your life, thrown away your college education. If you work in some type of trade, that's gone too, which is why it's so important for us as parents to try to combat it with stopping it before it starts. So here's that video. So you might want to do a little research. Oh, I got a few years perking up. Here, woman president, and it's not so far out of the realm now. If Biden gets elected, we'll have a woman vice president, and that's as, that's one chair away from president. So think about that. Here's something else to think about. If Biden gets elected, he'll be the oldest president we ever had. Oldest presidents sometimes die during office. If this one should get elected and dies during office, we will have the first woman president. There's a whole lot of ways we could have a woman president in the next couple years. Maybe after four years. You should say my grandmother said so, stop talking about it. I'm not saying that's who I'm voting for. I'm just saying the possibilities are exciting. Right, ladies? How about this? Right, guys? Here's why. We've had, I don't know how many presidents, 47, 48. Most of these guys, all men. Almost all of them have gotten us into a war. I'd like to see a woman president. Women don't like to fight. They like to talk their way out of a fight. Men like to be, oh, I'm going to show you, I'm going to fight. And then they get in a fight and knock each other's heads off. Ladies would say, well, that's ridiculous. Sit down. Cooler heads. Let's talk it out. Let's find a compromise. This don't is so wrong. You should not be talking that. about this. But when the compromise was so Now, I got to tell you that no teacher has the right to preach about politics. You have no right. You can explain how politics work. But as far as bringing people up particularly, and basically he was begging for Joe Biden to win and croak so that Kamala Harris could become president so he could see the first female president. And then trying to, in a very convincing way to the younger kids, make it sound like, hey, shed off some of that masculinity because, you know, guys, they like to fight and male presidents have all gotten us into war and how much he needs to see a female president before he dies. Give me a break. You don't need to be talking about that with a fifth grader. They don't have any idea. Let a kid be a kid, first of all. Second of all, don't be telling my kid who to vote for. Don't be telling my kid what you personally feel. Because guess what? School is not about feelings. It's about facts. School is about learning history. It's about learning the right way. It's about learning different formulas. It's not about the way you feel. I don't care what you feel like. I don't care if you want to see a woman president. That's your personal opinion. You don't teach that to fifth graders. 
And then you just certainly don't try to call out all the boys for being men being too masculine. What the hell is wrong with that guy? But that's the type of stuff that goes on. This is the type of stuff they're doing to your kids. It's little things. And this is why it's so important to talk to your children, to make sure that they're communicating all this with you. The only reason that this lady found out is because since this whole COVID sham that her kid's doing online school at home and obviously grandma's watching them and she decided to sit in on the class and she had to listen to that fool trying to teach her kid something that he shouldn't be talking about. You know, I don't care who you're voting for. Nobody cares who we're voting for or we don't care who you're voting for. That's our God-given freedom. That's our right. But I don't force upon anybody who to vote for just like nobody forces upon me. Now, we can talk as adults once you're mature enough and you're at a certain age. Then it would make sense. Let's have a comprehensive conversation about politics. And maybe if you're open-minded, you can lean one way or the other and see people's point of view. There's also those hard-nosed people that no matter what you tell them, they don't listen, they don't care, okay? But that again, that is your God-given right, that is your freedom as an American to have whatever opinion you want, but not a fifth grader. Yeah, I'm not, we're not paying with our tax dollars for you to tell our kids your personal feelings on who you want to see in office or what you'd like to see politically go forward. Now, if you want to teach an education that says, no, we've never had a woman president, that would be facts, to sit there and basically hope that Joe Biden croaks, which I got to say, it's not that I don't doubt that he would because he, he, he looks like he might not make it to November, let alone four years into the white house. So, you know, not that I, again, not that I disagree with that, but that's not your job to teach the kids and basically tell the kids you're kind of hoping that he keels over so that Kamala Harris could be president. Give me a break. Which brings me into my first article. Uh, The Tennessee Star. Parents of students who attend Rutford County Schools must agree not to monitor their child's online classroom sessions. Officials at all county schools are asking parents to sign forms agreeing not to watch virtual classes. What? No, 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 no. That ain't the way this works. They're in my house on my time. Uh, more than likely on my computer. And if I'm in my house and I want to sit there and see what you're learning in school, since it's a public school, then I have every right to sit there and monitor. So why are you asking me not to monitor is the real question. What are you teaching my kids that you don't want me to see? Just like this grandmother, I'm sure she shouldn't have been sitting there watching the kid, but she probably happened to walk in on a conversation that she found alarming and decided to video it. And now we all see why she was monitoring and why we should be monitoring our kids. You can't tell me that a county has the right to tell you as a parent not to watch your kid. Uh, They say RCS strives to present these opportunities in a secure format that protects students' privacies to the greatest extent possible. However, because these meetings will occur virtually, RCS is limited in its ability to fully control certain factors such as non-student observers that may be present in a home of a student participating in a virtual meeting, according to the form. That's bullcrap. And first of all, kids not going to school over a fake virus, that's bullcrap. 
Okay, because these kids can all be in school. The CDC, the numbers keep coming out more and more and more. And it's showing what a sham this COVID is. Okay, so the kids of all people can be in school. They're the least likely to contract it. And if they do contract it, they're going to be the least impacted by it. And then they are also not carriers. So what are we talking about? Not to mention just yesterday that it's unconstitutional to ban gatherings of any size, to tell people how to run their businesses of who can be open and who can't be open. So if it's against the Constitution, you can't be telling me not to sit there and watch my minor participate in class. Or maybe it's just that you don't want us to see what you're teaching, which is exactly where this is going. Article out of Washington, D.C., Not so long ago, sex education in public schools involved a couple of uncomfortable hours looking at simple line drawings showing human growth and development and listening to the advice on how to be careful, respect others, and save sex for marriage. Things are very different today. These facts of life have not changed, but inclusively and sex positivity and other popular buzzword concepts have changed sex education. Despite studies showing that modern sex education fails to achieve its stated goals and results in increased student sexual activity, school systems are de- <coughs> excuse me are devoting up to 70 hours of class time per child to sex education. Well-funded international pressure groups have been extraordinarily successful in publishing what they call Comprehensive Sexuality Education, CSE, into American public schools, an agenda-driven curriculum that sexualizes children. In CSE, youth sex is normalized, and the concept of sexual rights and sexual, excuse me, radical sexual ideology for youth is advanced. Education has given way to indoctrination. Considering the emergence of the no-opt-out laws and policies that revoke the rights of parents to opt their children out of sexually-based lessons in some states, parents have two main concerns about sex ed today. That it sexualizes children and that it's loaded with LGBTQ indoctrination. Their pamphlet will reveal troubling examples of each problem, will discuss the powerful organization behind it all, and then will offer some action steps for parents to consider in their fight to protect the health and innocence of their children. Um, In the pamphlet, it really does try to indoctrinate and pushes the LGBTQ um, agenda on all children, which it should not. That's just one example. That's out of Washington, D.C. And you know, once they pass it one place, it's only a matter of time before it goes somewhere else. Of course, keep in mind, this is a deep blue state. However, even though that, you know, with that being said, it does make its way around one way or the other. New York City is one of the many school systems in the United States set to roll out a BLM-themed lesson plan this fall. According to the New York City Department of Education, teachers will dive into systemic racism, police brutality, and white privilege in their classrooms. Give me a break. What white privilege? Where is this white privilege? If you have it, please contact me. Let me know. Can I purchase it from you? Can I borrow some of it? What, what white privilege? And then the brutality of cops. 
I just watched two cops in L.A. sitting in their car try to be assassinated by a lone gunman. What brutality. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we talking about all the gentlemen that have been getting shot by police officers, the ones that are accused rapists or violent criminals that were not following orders when the cops were giving them instructions trying not to go that route? What are we talking about here? North Carolina, largest school system in Wake County, launched a website this summer that provides BLM lessons for teachers to use in the classroom and for parents to use at home. The website's created by the School System Office of Equal Affairs, encourages teachers to address the injustices that exist beyond education by the conversations we have with others, by speaking up when they see hate, by supporting the effort that opposes racism and oppression, and by directly engaging in advocacy work. Unbelievable. I mean, are there racists in the world? Of course there are. Are we a racist country? No. Dumb. We're not a racist country. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You've already had a black president. Okay, half of America had to vote for him. Okay, so even if you voted for him just for the color of his skin, okay, you did have a black president. Okay, I didn't vote for him because I didn't like his policies. I didn't like the way he was. I felt like he was bad for America. And apparently I was right because Obama was like the death kiss for America. You got black senators, black governors, all your athletes, 90% of your athletes that are super mega stars are black. You got the, the entertainment industry. It's got to be at least on par with the percentages for the United States. If there's th- you know 13% of the United States is African American, it has to at least be that, maybe even more. So if you're at least 13%, you're right on par with everything else. California's following suit. They're going to be teaching social justice in California, spewing hate. In Minneapolis, they want to start as early as kindergarten, teaching kindergartners about race and color and go over them with them white privilege. I don't know. To me, nothing quite says racism like taking a group of four and five-year-olds and pointing out color to them, which they do not see. And now you're going to make them see it. And then you're going to tell the white kids that they were terrible to the black kids. So you're going to empower the black kids, make the white kids feel bad about themselves. So either A, the black kids will hate the white kids for what they've done to them, or vice versa, the white kids will now hate the black kids for looking privileged. So you're going to start sparking racism as early as five years old. What are we doing? Are we living backwards here? Are we going in the opposite direction? What is the end game here? That's pretty simple. They want to destroy the United States. No easier way to do that than racial divide. Let's divide and conquer. If you get us all to hate each other, it's a lot easier to control everybody, which is ultimately their plan. Okay? What's more racist than saying that Biden couldn't pick who he wanted as a running mate? It had to be an African-American female. Had to be. Or the left is not satisfied. How about... Oh, I don't know, in their campaign right now, they're telling everybody that basically, uh, if we don't win, then these riots are going to flare up. It's going to get worse and worse. It's not going to get any better. So basically, they're threatening us. They're trying to force us to vote for them. 
Okay. The, what, what is the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal is they're fighting with us right now because we are all educated enough to know the game they're playing. But if you were taught this from four or five years old, if I was taught this for four or five of any of us were, you wouldn't know any better. So ultimately, you would just go with the rest of everybody, say, no, well, we've all learned that since we were five. We've always known that white people, we suck, and black people are superior, and, and that's just the way it is. So we'll just go along with whatever you tell us to do. It's not going to go that way. Plus, FYI, Antifa, if you go far back enough in time, Antifa is actually a white supremacist group. Okay, and it kind of shows on TV for all these fools out there with BLM that thinks Antifa is on their side and helping them. If you haven't noticed, it's a lot of really, I don't know, skinhead-looking white people that are out there half the time telling black conservatives that they're racist. A white person telling a black conservative that they're racist. Or better yet, I've even seen people in, you know, all these little stupid clips you see, but I've even seen people go as far as a white person telling a black lady that he is more black than she is. A white person. What in the hell is going on? What in the world? It's just dumb. It's just dumb. I don't know what else to say. Best word. I always use it. It's just dumb. But indoctrination is real. They're trying to get our kids young. It's important that you pay attention because it's happening, yes, mainly in the real blue stronghold states, but it can happen anywhere. It's more important than ever for us as parents to be conscious of what's going on around us to protect our children. That is our jobs as moms and dads. That is what we do. We're here to protect the kids, to make sure that they live a good life, that you shelter them until the time is right, because everything has a correct timing. You don't talk, you know, how to, to a, a six-year-old about engineering plans, because they're going to look at you like you got two heads, and they're not even going to pay attention. You know, everything has its place in time. Kids will learn it, and it's our job to make sure they learn it at the correct time. Just because somebody is a teacher does not give them the ultimate right, like they are smarter than you, like they know better than you do as a parent, to tell your kid and teach your kid whatever they feel. Because again, like I said in the beginning, I'm not interested in your feelings. Feelings are not facts. You should be teaching me facts, statistics, numbers, everything that is actually real. Your feelings are not real. They're real to you because you're upset, but they're not real to me in the real world. They do nothing for me here. Your feelings have no impact on my life. That's about it. That wraps it up. Uh, follow me, Twitter, at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N Gmail L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com or on Parlor Joe Little God bless, have a good night